0: Hey guys, this is Emma, just a quick PSA before the episode. We recorded this before Taylor Swift decided to surprise drop her eighth album, so there will not be any mention of it in this episode because we did not know it existed yet, so enjoy!
1: Welcome back to the Empowered Podcast with your host, Emily. And Emma. Welcome to our Taylor Swift-themed episode.
0: I am very excited about this. We both
1: are really excited. Um,
0: Why are we doing a Taylor Swift episode today, Emma. Because the week this is being released is the week we would have been going to Loverfest in Boston. Moment of silence, please. I'm
1: really sad. Me too. I honestly am. I had such a great plan for this. I did not ask permission for this yet because this got canceled. We assumed this was going to get canceled pretty early on in this Corona stuff, so I didn't have to ask. But um, I bought tickets literally in November. Yeah. Instead of studying for my midterm. It's fine. Um, and they were crazy expensive too, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. Um, so she was only having like one, how many days was she having? One day on each coast. Yeah, she was having one date on each, each coast, so we knew that we had to go. And I have family that lives in New England, so I was like, we could just like stay there and then like drive up to Boston because, you know, from where they are in Rhode Island, it's about a little more than an hour away, so that's not bad. Plus, we have like free. um... Free rooms, so like yeah. And
0: I have friends that live around there too. We were gonna figure something out, mm-hmm. but we returned our driving tickets. that
1: far would be a, an interesting time. My parents we, were not gonna let me drive. I don't we know. We probably could have like taken the train or something. Train
0: or plane or something. But regardless, we returned our tickets. It's not happening. So we decided. We probably won't be going next year once she reschedules. No. So we decided instead we will just talk about Taylor Swift for a little bit mm-hmm. in a happy way.
1: We're gonna look back fondly. And we're going to rank some episodes. We're going to talk about... Some episodes. We're going to rank some albums of
0: hers. We're going to talk about the concerts we've been to. Our favorite songs. Why we love those songs so much. Why we love her so much. So whether you're a Taylor Swift fan or not, listen to this. Maybe we'll convert you. If you need recommendations... We got you. I know every song she's ever released. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. We'll just dive right in. All right. Um, What's your earliest memory of... A Taylor Swift song? I'm certain I'd heard things before this but my earliest memory of like really loving a Taylor Swift song was when I was at sleepaway camp when I was like I was either 13 or 14 and the camp like the camp song of the summer was Love Story even though it, had, it was definitely an old song at that point it had come out a couple years earlier but they would play it multiple times in a row and the whole camp in the dining hall would get on the tables and sing but at the time, and for a little while after that, I did not like Taylor Swift. I thought she was overplayed. I thought her songs were bad. I thought her songs were written poorly. I wanted nothing to do with it, which is so funny because, as you will hear in the rest of this episode, mm-hmm. I'm one of the most Taylor Swift obsessed yeah. people you'll probably ever hear and from. And
1: both of our favorite album is
0: the album that she wrote completely by herself. Yes. So <laughs> it's so funny. Like, like, I just I was basing everything off of. Well, the, really the only things I'd ever heard were I knew you were trouble we are never ever getting back together at 22 which I still find annoying yeah I no. mean
1: Red is probably one of the best albums she's yeah. ever written but like the singles she released were just the radio ate them up and
0: made them really bad so yeah that, I did not become a fan of Taylor Swift as soon as she released her very first album it, it took me a while we're, well, we both get, not we big, we're both not big country people, so mm-hmm. that makes sense that we weren't into
1: her until she had her, like, pop country We were also, like, converted. really young
0: when her first album came out. Yeah. Like, she's about the age of my cousin, who's, like, seven years older than she's
1: me. What 30, so her first album came out when she was 16, so we were, we were probably in elementary school. Yeah, we like were early probably in first grade, Yeah, so
0: it makes sense, but I, I did, I caught on late, we mm. will we'll dive into where my obsession started in a little bit um and then my
1: first memory is probably um watching the mine music video on like whatever computer I had like in fourth grade and I was just like bopping to it and I was just so mesmerized because like the way that music video is is like um like an indie movie kind of thing where like there's like pictures hanging down from like a big willow tree and she's dancing all around in like this white dress and then like she the has her, of her love like, interest, yeah falling in love like at really young and then like they have like a fight but like they get through it and it's like it's like it's just really young pure kids. love it's and it's so, so cute. cute it's such a great song she
0: looks so young when you mm-hmm. look at it now
1: yeah it's crazy so, yeah, I was I, I would just watch that on repeat in my living room, just, like, bopping around to it. I loved that song. And then I got that album for Christmas, I believe, and then I got, like, her album Blanket um, that Christmas, too. And now Emma has that album yeah. Blanket because she definitely would love it more than I do It was I given to now. me.
0: It went to college with me, like...
1: Yes. I still have that picture where you're, like, laying on it, and then, like, her face is, like, right next to your face, it' so it's <laughs> so funny.
0: So how exactly did I go from disliking Taylor Swift to liking Taylor Swift? So her
1: 1989 concert, um, probably at this time, five years ago, around when we're recording this, would be the anniversary of that, because mm-hmm. it was a week before-ish my birthday, around a week or two. So... I was like, "Mom, I want tickets because my really good friends from school were all going." So, I was like, "Mom, I want tickets. Let's get tickets." So, my mom got a deal where she got like 5 tickets. So, I needed to invite 3 friends. Emma was one of those friends I invited. And we just had a ball. Like, I loved it. Um, Shawn Mendes and Vance Joy opened up for her. Love both of those men a lot. So good. Love Taylor Swift a lot um we both wore like these really cute outfits I wore like a floral kimono back when kimonos were a thing very 2014 please oh
0: absolutely and Um, I
1: when she invited me to
0: this or was it 2015 it was was 2014 yeah when she invited me to this I didn't know anything besides the singles but I knew that 14 15 year old Emily would yell at me if I didn't know every word to these songs so I got the album, and I listened to it over and over and over until I knew every word to all the songs. Aww. And I was like, huh, I kind of like this. 1989 is just, su- it's just full of, like, upbeat bops. And, I, like, even, I played like, it in the
1: car all the time. Even the sad songs are just upbeat, too. Yeah. Um, and that was, like, the first concert I went to where, like, you had, like, the wristbands with the lights on them, and then they were, like, synced to the music. Do you remember when Welcome to New York played? Yeah, and then, like it, flashed. it just
0: blinked, and then everyone went wild. No, And the moment that I, like, really was, like, I love this woman was when, do you remember? She was on, like, the little platform, and it, she got stuck yeah, because it had it rained was the night rained. before. And she was just so funny and down to earth. She was like, I'm stuck, so I'm just going to play a song. And then when she got down, she was like, oh, I was actually really worried that I was going to... She was like, oh, none of you are going to like me. I got stuck. She, I just was like, wow, I really like this woman. Yeah. And then this was the tour where she brought out special
1: guests. Mm-hmm. So she brought out Lord. Lord. They sang Love Royals. Lord, they sang Royals. It uh, was great. And then, so this was a two-day tour. So the day after, we didn't go to the second no. day. The day after, she brought out Jason Derulo. <laughs> Which
0: I'm glad I didn't see, but it also went I'm really glad, funny.
1: too. What the heck, Jason but, Derulo. Yeah, so
0: uh, then at that point, I was like, huh, I kind of like this. But I, I still made really made no zero or a little effort to listen to any of her other songs until I made another friend that fall. Her name is Emma, and she was it. <laughs> you love people i have a lot of friends named emma it's very weird or close to that yeah but she was like oh my god you went to the tour i'm so jealous i love taylor swift and she just forced me to listen to all her old songs she gave me recommendations she made me playlists and from then on it was over for me you were infatuated in love yeah like i i learned every song and everything about her watched all the videos and that was that was my freshman year of high school. So you freshman really year, you really drove of my obsession because you were just yeah. like, "Did you see this or did you know this?" So and I was like s- she started mine. Then as I got more invested, Emily got less invested. <laughs> Probably more. I was just a
1: casual fan, you know. I, I wasn't. I wasn't someone that needed to know her life story. Like I knew like about her. Like she had a brother. She grew up in Pennsylvania.
0: Like the regular stuff that like I'm not like a creepy like stalker fan. Like I've never like stood outside any of her apartments or stuff, but I, I like looking at what she posts on Tumblr and interacting with fans and stuff. Like I'm, I'm a little more invested. I'm almost 19 years old. I don't
1: know how to use Tumblr. Oh me neither. That that is not of our time. That is I don't of get like it. five years earlier. She Taylor Swift loves her Tumblr. Yes. Like that's one of the social media
0: platforms she uses a lot. I don't understand it, but it's, it's fine. fine. Like, so my the summer between my junior and senior year of high school, I. I'd invited Emily, but she didn't come with me. I went with a different friend yeah. to the Reputation tour, so the next tour after that, which is an album that I don't love, we'll get to that later. It was, but it was still, a, yeah, it was we'll, still an amazing we'll, we'll, concert. We'll chat about it. Yeah. Camila Cabello, Charlie mm-hmm. XCX were the openers. They sang "Shake It Off" right in front of me. I wore a dress. I made a sign. Yeah. I got oh, to, I,
1: I helped her make the sign. Yeah. I got
0: to see my friend who had. My other friend who had jump-started my obsession for the first what time in like your, two years. What did
1: your sign say? Said it was it was of th-
0: newspaper because newspaper was like her the era, aesthetic. like fiend. It had a snake. It was glitter and it said, only brought, bought this dress so you could snake it off. Which doesn't make a lot of sense. But it was a lyric from the song Dress, which was, only bought this dress so you could take it off. It doesn't make a lot of sense. My mom judged me. She was like, do you really want to dress up and wear a sign? When we got there, it became very clear. People were in full costume. There was like an adult man covered in... Reputation Confetti. Um, it was a mess. But that, that concert just solidified how much I loved her, obviously. I still have, I have confetti from that all over my room. Yeah. But that was the last time I saw her in concert. And I was like, oh, I'll see her again in two years. Which, of course, I won't do. But Oops. I do. I, I the Lover album means so much more to me than that one yeah. does. The Lover album came out the day I was moving into college. So it was just, like, mm-hmm. every date of release stuff was like lined up with something important in my life so i really love that album but yeah that's that's the basic history of mm-hmm. how we got to where we are and then after after reputation then you started getting more invested because you just did, you just really didn't reputation like that is
1: not my cup of tea like it's i like maybe neither. three songs on there maybe like i remember when like look what you made me do came out and i was like
0: okay this is like
1: fine that and release then it
0: was iconic though that yeah. was my first like album release type
1: Thing. And then, like, Ready For It came out, and I was just like, this is weird. I don't like it a lot. Uh, yeah. it, it's just, it's like, it's really heavy bass.
0: It's really dark. Everything's really, like, electronic. Like, she doesn't really use real instruments for almost any song. It's a lot of bass and a lot of drums and, and stuff like, like that. And they like, use, like, this vocoder thing to make her voice sound like an instrument. I mean, it was all very cool, but it was very dark. And mm-hmm. that's, if you listen to us talk about our aesthetics, that's especially not me at all. Yeah, it's not really Like, call it either. what you want. New Year's Day. New Year's Day makes me cry. There there's the so, the songs are good. The songs are good. It's just not my style of thing. Yeah. Same way the, her debut album is. Yeah. It's just not my um, style. And then that tour was filmed
1: and yeah. that's on Reputation Netflix.
0: Stadium Tour. It's a great also
1: stadium great. tour. I watched I I watched it a few times. I think it's great. Um still not too mad that i didn't go because i really
0: didn't like that album in that era she played surprise songs each night so every day i was on like twitter or instagram looking at what the surprise what song was the was. surprise song for your concert Date of grace acoustic. oh a great song and i also Red. she normally played the an acoustic surprise song and then dancing with our hands tied but but that was the the night i went was the first night of the american leg of the tour that she sang so it goes instead of dancing with our hands tied and i really don't like that song so it goes yeah And Mm -hmm. so I was annoyed about it. She played that first, so I was like, oh, so it goes a surprise song. But then she was like, I'm going to play a song I've never played acoustically before at a Mm -hmm. concert. And then I have a video of me on Snapchat. She plays the first couple notes, and I just go, treacherous? (laughs) I thought it was treacherous, and it wasn't. That's a good song. It's this very funny video. But so, yeah. So neither of us love Reputation that much. And on that note, I think it's time for us to rank Go through our album rankings. All right. Do you want to start with? Are we going to start with our top album or our bottom album?
1: Let's go from bottom to top. Okay. So my bottom album is Reputation. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, I do have some of my favorite songs on there. Yeah. What's your like favorite song off of it? You can think of. Uh, of My favorite song is probably I Did Something Bad. That yeah, is a great... Like, um her AMA performance of that song... The tour version of I Did Something Bad is So everything. good. That was the best song on tour, easily. And then um, Don't Blame Me is another good one. Yeah. And then that's probably it. Look What You Made Me Do is kind of good, too. And then I really
0: like New Year's Day. That's probably mm. it. My bottom album... My bottom two are interchangeable. It changes based on the day. My bottom album, for now, is Debut. So I just yeah that's I my second to i don't like one. country that much but my favorite song is probably all the really iconic ones like our song Teardrops on my guitar picture Tear... to burn picture to goes okay. hard okay picture to Bird and our song are probably our favorite ones i should probably have the albums. um should have said no should have said okay there's a lot of songs i really um Teardrops on
1: my guitar i'll say should have said no is my favorite should have said no so good um especially that one performance where like she's like being all emo and then like when the chorus goes in, like her clothes are like ripped aside, yes. and, like her dress comes and the down rain, and her hair, and she's, she's like so
0: emo at points. It's so amazing. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And she made, she played that uh, on the Reputation tour with something else. I don't remember what it is. She did um, oh, it was a mashup. That's great. I don't remember what it was. Okay, so what's your my one third?
1: Up or are Fearless. Yours is also Fearless. Yeah, right? both of our third is
0: Fearless um you know it's a fine album love story and you belong with me are just perfect. there's not much else i can say about that it's it's it's
1: a fine album it's still like more country than anything for me so it's
0: like that's fine 15 is a great song that song is really important to me that's the first song i listened to at midnight on my 15th birthday Mm -hmm. because that's who i am um Forever and Always is always a good one too. The piano have you ever heard the piano version? Yeah. Uh,
1: she's so she's such a great instrumentalist too. Like she's a great guitar player. She's a great piano player. She's a great writer. She tells a story really well, which I really I really like how just um descriptive her song And I mean are. the song
0: Fearless is very good too. So it's it's great. It's just again, it's more country leaning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then your fourth? My fourth is this is hard to do backwards, my brain is working It's 1989. <laughs> my fourth is Lover. So 1989 is in no way an album I don't like. Like all i, mean, I of her love all of last these. four,
1: they're all like great albums. Mm-hmm. Like we're not bashing her albums. Mm-hmm. It's
0: just our personal preference. My favorite song from that album, No Question, is I Know Places. For a while it was How You Get the Girl, and that's probably my second one. But I know Places and the tour version are just amazing Mm -hmm. and the singles off that album are some of her most solid I wrote yeah I wrote two entire essays about Taylor Swift this year in college which I'm sure I'll talk about another time but I wrote about Blank Space a lot for both of them so Mm -hmm. I have a I wrote about the music video but I have a lot of appreciation for that song as well. and then my fourth is Lover
1: you know it's fine I think Lover is like a great album. It's just like some of the songs, it's it's a long album, so it's it not is. like you can vibe with all of the songs. Like Paper Rings, Death By A Thousand Cuts, Cornelia Street, The Man, Lover. I love the song Lover. It it was probably one of my favorite songs of the last year and I'm still upset she didn't win um Song, song of, of the, the year. year. Like don't get me wrong, love Billie Eilish, but the Bad like, Guy is not Bad Guy does not compare to Taylor Swift writing that song by never. herself. Still upsets me. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: So, So, like, there's,
1: there's, like, some good songs, but, like, there's, like, songs um, on there that I just, like, they're, like, fine, but it's, like, I really don't like the Archer a lot.
0: I liked it a lot when it came out. The
1: writing is good, but I just don't like the instrumentals. It's very much a poem kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, I mean Lover's my
0: third, so I guess I can And then that we too.
1: both really don't like False God a lot. Yeah, that's where
0: I was going with that.
1: Um I just I don't understand it. It's it's fine. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Soon You'll Get Better is like a good song to cry to, but it's not something you would listen to in your life. I've listened life. to it maybe three times ever. And then we both really don't like me. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like
1: I, fo- I forced myself to like it at first. We we both really like Brendan Yuri too, but like it's just it's just too like
0: kids bop esque. It's kids bop. Material like they wouldn't have to change a word, Mm -hmm. so and I mean you need to calm down. I really liked when it came out. Yeah, it's kind of that
1: one. uh, The VMA for
0: best music video. The music video is great, Mm -hmm. and I like the song too. Yeah, I think it's it's an important song. But
1: when the music video dropped, I was at a hotel somewhere. Why was I at a hotel? oh my god when the music video dropped it was my orientation for
0: school that's why i was at a hotel duh emily right yeah this, this it all lines up with like our going to college stuff which is i was like why was i at a hotel Yes. and this i lover is one of my favorite songs cruel summer is one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. but death by a thousand cuts i just i love it so much this album came out a couple weeks after a bit of a breakup situation you think for me and so this song, just the sad lyrics with the upbeat, just, I just love this song so much. I play it all the time. Um, if there's one song you're going to listen to off that album, it's it should be Lover or Death a by cl- Thousand Cuts." It's Cut. such
1: a cool song, too, because it's based off of a, of a book. It's not based off of her life, because, you yeah. know, she's happy right now in a relationship. It was
0: her proving she to might be still. She might be married. We don't really know. We're not sure about that. Um, but, but she said in an interview that this song was one of, is one of her favorites on the album, because She'd always had critics say, you're not going to have anything to write about when you're happy. Like, your whole brand is breakup songs. What are you going to do? And this album proved that's not true. Mm -hmm. And this song proved she can still write incredible breakup songs, even though she's really happy. Yeah. So Death by a Thousand Cuts, Lover, so good. Mm -hmm. So then your second one. My
1: third, actually. Oh, right, right. My, My third is Red. And your third is Lover. Yes um some of my favorite songs on red are begin again everything has changed everything has changed with ed sheeran like ed sheeran opened for her on this tour and this is how he was introduced to the north american um audience like a lot because he was like pretty big in england and stuff like that and like his debut was plus so like that's a good album like it's not my favorite of his my favorite's probably divide but like which came out later but like You know, he was, like, pretty big, and, like, has some, like, good songs, like, Lego House and stuff on there, but, like, I like how he did a collaboration, and he toured with her, that was really great. I love the music video, where they're, like, it's, like, little kids of them, like, playing and having fun. Um, there's a lot of sad songs on this album, so it's, like, really great to cry to, you know? You have your sad, beautiful, tragic, your classic, All Too Well, where you scream cry in the car. Um stay 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 is so cute people hate it and i I don't get it it really reminds me of like 2014 youtube intros Mm yeah because it goes da 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 Mm. um holy ground lucky one uh the lucky one is one of my favorite songs Mm -hmm. and then i love red i love it a lot i never have really i just think I it's don't like a great why. song to like sing to in the car even though like it's like weird that she's comparing emotions to colors i vibe with it it's
0: very creative yeah all right your third i already talked about my oh, third which I... is lover and then my second is red which we were just talking about um i love Oops. the lucky one which i just said mm-hmm. um state of grace i like a lot I like this album as like a whole, there's not certain songs really. I still think she was robbed for album of the
1: year. This should have won instead of Daft Punk. Yeah, I think so too. Um, If you watch the video where like they're announcing album of the year for like whatever the year this came out, probably 2012 or 2013. Yeah. Um, so it was Red and then Daft Punk's is called Random, Random Access, Access Memories. Memories. So they both start with like a, an R sound, so like when like the announcer said, random access memory like she all her all her cover. like people her managers and stuff like went crazy and then they were just like oh
0: which was awkward yeah I also i really like the last time with gary lightbody oh from a lot of people really Snow Patrol. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people really don't like it but i i don't know i've always liked it but the lucky one is my favorite off that album so then your number two is my number two would be 1989 it just has so many bops
1: um and so all then, our
0: all our concert memories are attached mm-hmm. to that. one. It just
1: has like really good uh connotations with me. Good vibe. It does have good vibes. Bops, new romantics. New romantics so should have been a lead single off of this album instead of a bonus track. I will take Absolutely. this to my grave. And, and Wonderland. Wonderland oh. is my
0: other favorite song off that album. I re- I always loved that song. What what album is today was a fairy tale off of? That's just that was just from
1: some movie or something, I think. I don't think no. That that's a good... I, I like the song she does for movies, too. She does a few, and they're all really yes. good. Um, and
0: then You Are In Love, a lot of people really like. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I think I it's really boring. like Welcome
1: to New York. Um, what else? What else? Blank Space style, Shake It Off, you know, your classics. All You Had To Do Was Stay is probably one of my favorites off of this album, too. Like, it's just it's so, so good. good. Um... I can't, I can't stop talking about how much I love this um, album a lot. Um, I even liked the Kendrick Lamar remix for Bad Blood. Like, that was really good, too.
0: hmm
1: Okay, and then our number ones? Speak Now. Speak Now, the album that was self-written by her completely because she wanted to show everyone that she could self-write an entire album, and it is
0: wonderful. This is another one where I, like, almost don't have favorite songs. I just like it as a whole. My
1: favorite song is probably mine, just because I love it so much. Um, Enchanted is a is a favorite of ours to sing in the car. I like
0: Speak Now the song a lot. Oh yeah, the one that's always. I like the line where she goes, uh, wearing a gown, shaped like like a a pastry. pastry. Like that's so (laughs) funny. It's just it's such like a storytelling song. I've always liked that. She's such a great storyteller. She Mm -hmm. could definitely be um,
1: an author if she wants to. Never
0: grow up has always been really long live, long live, last kiss, story of us dear john dear john it's just god john Mayer, what did you have to do to get a six minute song this isn't the album i listen to when i want to have fun in the car this is the album i listen to when like i really want to appreciate her songwriting sparks fly sparks fly um ours bonus track better than revenge (laughs) better than revenge also gets hated on and it's problematic now a little slut shamey a little bit but just every song on this is good. Innocent, which is about Kanye West. Before no, he man, really. Like, vintage dresses give you dignity. dignity. Like, what a great line. Innocent is like 32 and still growing up now. It's like Kanye West stuff. Mm-hmm. Before he really screwed her over. Haunted. Oh, Ooh. Haunted is so good. That was the surprise song, Reputation Night 2, when I didn't go. Mm. Mean, I used to like when I was younger. Back to December. It's just i've known that song it's for a really so long sad. time it's so sad I, I
1: don't listen to it a lot because it's just so sad it's on my sad songs playlist yeah
0: this album um, is just it's just so solid and she's so talented we have never grow up do we ever talk about never grow yeah. up? yeah i have never grow up quote on my wall i brought i made it for my dorm mm-hmm. and i have it on my wall at home they're the two albums that i like as a whole mm-hmm. like there's nothing i really skip you're right well, I, besides the singles there's nothing that I skip you're right I could say the same about my top versus two as well. some of my other ones where there's like three or four clear songs that I like more than the rest of it mm-hmm.
1: or like you have that one or two songs that you know like you can't listen to yeah but like there's only there's like some songs that she writes that you only you have to be in a certain mood to listen mm-hmm. to like especially like a lot of her she's so good at writing sad stuff but it's just... It's, yeah. Sometimes you just don't want
0: to be listening to a sad song. Yeah, I saw a tweet somewhere that was like, Taylor Swift isn't a singles artist, she's an albums artist. Like, mm-hmm. her music's intended to be listened to as a yeah. as a
1: piece, as a work. And I, I definitely Home- agree with that. Homegirl just does not pick the right singles for her no. albums. Like, no, not at all. Like, for reputation. Full Summer
0: should have been the lead single of Lover.
1: Yes. It should have been Last Cruel Summer. Summer, and then it should have been Lover, and then maybe um the man would have been the third one or something like that yeah. and then maybe like you would have uh cornelia street
0: or uh miss Even, a, miss americana to, you need to maybe. calm down would have been fine just not as yeah just me not was, me is the worst song in that yeah. album and it should not have been the single no and it doesn't set the
1: tone for the rest of the album at Mm-mm. all should have been cruel summer I think it probably would have had like more um listens if Cruel Summer was yeah, the lead single. Because
0: Cruel Summer is just And then for song.
1: Reputation, I think Look What You Made Me Do was a fine lead single. It needed to be. It made sense. It made sense to start the era. And then Ready for It was not a good second no. single. It should have definitely been I Did, something, I Did something, bad. something Bad. Definitely. That song is just so good. If a man talks shit, then I owe him nothing or I'm
0: if he spends my change, then he had it come Yeah, those are just such good lines. I did something bad, then why does it feel so good? Like it's just, it's great. It's uh, it don't, blame
1: so great. So great. don't blame me. It's great.
0: I would have even taken dancing with our hands. Yeah, that's fine like, too. Or getaway car maybe. Getaway car was the one. Get cool summer and getaway car are similar within the the fans. Like they think yes. those should have been singles. But, like the really just ready for it and gorgeous. And I really liked Gorgeous when it came out. Or I really liked it. Delicate was just overplayed. I liked Delicate. Delicate was a great thought. Delicate
1: was fine, and it was fine for the position of it was in singles. It was that just too overplayed. That was the most successful overplayed. of all of them, I think. Yes.
0: And Red, she did fine. 1989,
1: Red. she did great. Yeah, she was good for those. And then her singles for Speak Now were fine as well. It's really just our, these last two that we have,
0: we we have, have issue with. with
1: yeah. But like she should let the the fans pick the singles. Like I really think that she will, she should let the fans. Like, anyone
0: would have told her, me did not need to come out. Like first. when
1: she has these listening parties, she should be like, okay, what should the lead single be? Like and like if she has an idea, that's fine. But she should like definitely listen to like the input. Okay, um,
0: top three favorite Taylor songs. What are yours? My, I tried to do a top ten one time, and that was really difficult. but My top three are pretty clear, just based on songs that I have emotional connections to. So my first one is Safe and Sound. That's from the Hunger Games soundtrack. It's from the Hunger Games soundtrack. We haven't talked about it because it's not an album. But it was a song at my dance studio during my I Hate Taylor Swift phase. And I just, I've never stopped loving it. Like, it's a song that can literally just calm me down no matter what. I have, like, an intense fear of needles, which is, like, very random. But when I have to go get my blood drawn or something like that, I listen to this song because it, it it's something that calms me down just all of it it's just so good Mm -hmm. then my second favorite song is never grow up which we talked about it's all about getting older leaving for leaving to live on your own not especially college but it really hit hard when I was leaving for school last summer yeah and then my third is I know places which was my senior solo song for dance Mm -hmm. it wasn't this version it was Vance Vance Joy did a cover. cover of it and I did I wanted to dance to a Taylor Swift song I wanted to do safe and sound but I ended up not doing that but I couldn't find a song for the life of me and my mom was just looking on YouTube or something for like solo songs she was like what about this one and she played it and I was like I don't know this but why do I know it like what what is and I realized it was I know places and she didn't even know it was a Taylor Swift song when she played it
1: I'm pretty sure Vance Joy was on her tour because he did like bb1 live lounge cover. like he did a cover yeah. of one of her songs and then she covered Riptide. and then she covered riptide so like they did that back and forth so that's why he was on there and i'm pretty sure that was a part of it
0: if yeah. i'm not mistaken but just the fact that that song just kind of popped mm-hmm. up in that way when i wasn't even looking for it yeah. like, i loved this, this your song senior just solo my solo was really important
1: to me and this just always i loved a it lot. a lot i drove like 40 minutes to see her perform it at um At a a competition, I was. I I was really sick too when I first. I bawled. I cried. I was like, "This is so great!" I was so. I. I was just like, I cried because I was very proud of her. It, It was big. I. I really love it. I miss my dance studio. And, like, we ball. had, like, we had, like, a lot of discussions about, like, the costumes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, the way her hair would be and her makeup and stuff like that. We Like, I, 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 I worked felt, really hard. I, I many, felt very
0: much a part of the process yeah. here because I, I was spent just a I lot of bored. hours in the studio getting ready for it because I was really nervous. I'd never done a solo mm-hmm. before. And, so like, and that, like, you did everything so well, like, that roll-up thing. Like, you know yes. what I'm talking about? Oh. Like,
1: I don't dance. I don't know anything about it, but it just looks so well, and, like, she did it great, and, like, she got, like, great applause and everything. I didn't forget anything. No, it I was I made wonderful. one, like,
0: big mistake, but I covered it, and it was fine. No one could tell. Um, so, yeah, those are my top three. Yeah. Um, and then
1: my top three are mine, Enchanted, and All You Had to Do Was Stay. Two of them being from Speak Now, but it's a great album. Mine is just because it has these connections to like when i was young and like whenever i hear it in the car i bop to it and i uh, I sing it enchanted is just i love everything about it i love the beginning and then like the build-up and then i love everything about it and we have a great time singing to it in the car there's a great video of us singing to it in the car and me almost running a red light
0: yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i like green (laughs) it's very funny yeah and then
1: All You Had To Do is Stay is just such a great song. I love that a lot, too.
0: Yeah, and I, I could go on and on. Death by a Thousand Cuts, Lover, they're up in there for me, Yeah, too. those
1: are good songs, too. I w- if I had, like, a top five, Lover would definitely be in there, too. And probably um,
0: I Did Something Bad. I love that song a lot, too. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I love. Eyes Open, which is the other song she did for Hunger Games soundtrack, also great. hmm and Some freaking! I don't want to live forever for the Fifty Shades soundtrack. That's a great song. It makes too. me uncomfortable. I, a lot of songs make me uncomfortable. We don't need to go into that. That's my own personal problem. <laughs> I think
1: that's a great song. And then uh, she did a. Um,
0: didn't she do a song for um, Valentine's Lear Day? than fiction. Yeah. Or no? Today was a fairy tale. Today was, was for a that. fairy tale. Was for Valentine's. Clearer than fiction was for something else. But that's also. Who knows? Not us. <laughs> and then Only the Young was for her documentary, From Miss Americana, Americana. Yeah. which we will talk
1: about now. I love Zacadas. I love living on the East Coast. Okay. Um, yeah, so Miss Americana is her documentary about her, um, in the middle and writing lover and in between the eras of reputation and lover when she took
0: her, did she take a break there? Or she took a break before reputation. She took a break before reputation, but it kinda never mind. It kind of covers all of that too. It just talks about it's a lot of it is focused on her journey to becoming more outspoken politically and her sexual assault trial that happened Mm -hmm. while she was on the year before Reputation. Yeah. But it, it touches on all sorts of parts of her life and explains like how when she grew up she was and when she was a young artist they always told her like you need to be a like nice girls don't tell people what to believe. Nice girls don't do this. Nice girls just sit back mm-hmm. and smile. And yeah. she like everything she did. She just wanted the applause. She wanted other people. She wanted to be successful. To like her. Yeah. Um, there's this
1: one clip where she's like, someone asks her like her political beliefs, and she's like, I don't feel like I should tell people what to do. I'm just here to like sing songs.
0: Yeah. Like it. It was very much like she just wanted to be nice and America's mm. sweetheart and love everything and love everyone, because she wanted to be liked yeah. by everyone, which is something that I feel like women are often told, so like, just shut up and be likable, mm-hmm. and so this was all about her kind of growth out of it, she talks about she had an eating disorder for part that of her life, that made me cry a lot, yeah,
1: and, she's, and she has this line where she goes, I'd rather be fat than look sick, and like, she is a stunning human being, she looks being so good, she always has, and... You know, she's a super tall woman, so, like, obviously, like, she's not going to be, like, a size 2 because that does not make sense if you're 5'10", 5'11", like she is. Like, you're not, that just doesn't make sense if you're tall and, like, you're super, like, not, like, built in, like, you know, your hips and your shoulders. Like, that just doesn't make sense. She, like,
0: pulls up a a paparazzi picture and says, like, see, a year ago, I would have been like, oh, my stomach is sticking out oh, these people are going to think I look pregnant and want to send me, send me into a spiral. And I remember seeing this picture and thinking none of that. I thought, I was like, oh my God, she looks so good. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of nice to see that, like, someone who yeah. I have so much love and who I think is just gorgeous and perfect, to see that she struggles with that kind of thing, too. Like, you know that it they do, but it her a lot. it. It humanized yes. her a
1: lot. And, which is very refreshing to see for a celebrity to be like, yeah, I have these struggles, too. Because, like, you hear about, like, celebrities having, like, your eating disorders and whatnot but like you never like see it like going through someone's head Mm -hmm. like her mindset where she's just like i can't even look at paparazzi pictures anymore because i'm gonna spiral
0: yeah and she talks about how like it shows her arguing with like her team and her dad about making political statements and her dad is like don't do this like what if people stop listening to you and she just goes i don't care i need this is what's right i need to be on the right side of history Mm -hmm. and like she's like they're against this violence against women act like it prevents against stalking me stalking like people have come into her houses people have slept in her bed yeah it just and it also shows like her songwriting process which i've always been obsessed with Mm -hmm. but it's just it shows i've watched it like three times and it one of my close friends from home i was at college when it came out one of my close friends from home texted me the next day and said i watched the documentary i get it now like i get why you have so much love for her as a person and i was like yes this is what I wanted. Yeah. You watch it whenever you need to cry. I do. It, it's
1: it's a, like, I, I skip forward to like the part where she talks about her eating disorder or about the part where like she talks about the VMAs where Kanye West like upstaged her and where and she goes. she thought everyone was booing her. She thought like, and like everyone was like booing Kanye for like ruining her, ruining her moment. Like, which is like obviously like something that you would do because you know, he sucked there and he sucks now. Yeah. Um, anyways. But, like, she she thought thought people were booing booing her, her. and I'm just, like, that, it breaks my heart, because, like, she just didn't think that she was worthy enough for, um, for love and support at that time, which really breaks my heart, and then, like, it shows, like, her being really hungry for success, and, like, how that was, like, an, like, a mental health issue for her, too. It's.
0: It's a great documentary. It's really good. And it's not that long. No. It's like an it's, hour and it's half like a It's like a regular
1: movie documentary. So,
0: I would watch that, and then if you fall in love with her after that, then you can watch Reputation Stadium Tour. Mm-hmm. She's in Valentine's Day, which is also on Netflix. And then she's the voice of the girl in the Lorax. Yeah, which I don't think I've ever seen. Um, she's also in The Giver, mm-hmm. which I forgot. And also, I've... I mentioned this in last week's episode, but I've written two, like, eight, nine-page papers analyzing her work. So if that doesn't show you my obsession, I don't know what does. If you, you want to read about how Blank Space challenges stereotypes about women, let me know. I'll send you my paper. Or if you want to hear about how Taylor Swift is a good feminist icon, I wrote about that too. So She is. She is. We love and her very much. that being said, it's um, time for Song of the Week. This should not come as any surprise what we're about to say. Um,
1: my Song of the Week is going to be mine from one. Speak Now because that's my number one favorite
0: song by Taylor Swift and Emma mine is Safe and Sound Big Surprise which is my favorite mm-hmm. just my favorite line from it was always don't you dare look out your window darling everything's on fire it's just it's so well written I, just, I love it's it so, so much it's so great
1: and I love the Hunger Games so much it just everything goes full mm-hmm. circle alright
0: so that is us- our episode let us know if you listen to any of the songs if you're already a Taylor Swift fan
1: If you're not and this made you want to watch the Miss Americana documentary or listen to some of her songs that we recommended, um, let us know. Um, We're going to be linking our playlist on our Instagram and
0: follow us there, obviously. Sorry, I'm at m.powerpodcast. We will probably post other things about taylor swift and stuff too will remind Mm -hmm. you to watch the documentary maybe we'll post some lists of our favorite songs or something i don't know yet maybe but follow us keep listening to our podcast and we will talk to you again soon